Well, hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having an absolutely blessed, fantastic day today, and we're staying busy down here at Health Masters, and we had a heck of a storm yesterday. I haven't seen a storm like that with lightning in a while in Central Florida. It was an interesting summer, July, August storm, and uh, we got a lot of rain, so it was definitely, uh, we needed that, though, for the grass has been hot down here. But in news that I really wanted to address and bring up this morning, I didn't get to bring it up yesterday, and this is a really, really big deal, a positive deal. Hopefully a continual win and hopefully something that is going to set a precedent all across the country. Y'all know I talked in detail about last week on July 28th when the federal court in Ohio issued a preliminary injunction prohibiting the U.S. Air Force from enforcing the COVID-19 injection mandate against religious beliefs. I'll talk to you in detail about that. That's still ongoing. It's the Air Force, but again, it was a positive direction. Well, this is something that has been very big because I told everybody this. And if you all remember, the end of 2020, beginning of 2021, when we started to hear all this rhetoric spool up about the only way anything was going to go back to normal is if everybody got the mRNA gene therapy shot and everybody had to blindly take the injection. Didn't matter if you had already been infected and you had recovered. Didn't matter if you had a religious exemption. Didn't matter if you didn't want to take the shot. Pretty much Fauci and bumbling buffoon Biden and then every single other person on CNN and mainstream media got on television and said, well, if you don't get the shot, you're basically a science denier and you're a neo-Nazi racist skinhead that basically needs to be exterminated. That's pretty much what they implied. They blatantly came out and said, essentially, people that do not get the shot don't belong in society, and you don't deserve to be in society if you don't get the shot. Well, fast forward, you know, <laughs> a year and a half now, uh, we're still all fine. Everybody I know that didn't get the shot is actually extremely healthy, and if they did contract COVID, most people pushed through it pretty quick with a proper supplement regimen with, like, the vitamin C, the D3, and zinc, and I told a lot of people when it was going on, I said, you guys got to push back. I said, one or two people at a hospital or at a business, they're going to railroad you. They're probably going to fire you. And I said, but regardless, get it on file that you have a strongly held religious belief. And a lot of people did. A lot of people did. I had people contact me from all over the country. I help people here locally, and I continue to tell people. I said, when you fill out this form, you don't have to elaborate. You don't have to give an explanation. You don't have to tell them about anything in your background. You simply have to state that you have a strongly held religious belief verbatim. That's the statement. And in most cases, at least down here in Florida, it worked majority of the time. A lot, a lot of people across the country, it worked. And some people didn't. Some people were terminated. But I told everybody, I said, make sure you have it on record, though. Because if you are terminated for this, I said, this is going to open up a very, very serious platform for a lot of attorneys to want to sink their teeth into. And again, now I was right. North Shore Hospital conglomerate has now been forced and essentially is agreeing to pay $10.3 million in a class action lawsuit over the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Over 500 past and current North Shore University health system staff with religious exemptions are set now to be paid. Representatives of North Shore University Healthcare System and a group of 14 of their then employees who filed a federal civil rights lawsuit in October 2021, the, you know, the university health system has now agreed on a settlement agreement to end the suit, court records show. Attorneys for the staffers described the tentative, cl tentative class-wide settlement as historic 
the first of its kind. They agreed to establish a $10.3 million fund, which provide compensation to its current or former employees who are denied religious exemptions from its vaccine mandate request between July 2021 and January 2022. The hospital workers are eligible for payouts, whether they received the vaccine, quit because of it, or fired due to their religious decline of a COVID-19 vaccine. According to court filings, those who are terminated will get at least 25,000 individuals who basically were having to quit. On top of that, they are receiving another apparently 20,000 on top of that, and the list goes down the line. They allege that the hospital operator's requirement for its then 17,000 employees to get vaccinated against the COVID virus discriminated against them because of their religious beliefs. One of them was granted religious accommodation kept their job, while the other 13 left and many more were terminated. All employees terminated of their refusal to get the vaccine for religious reasons will be eligible to be rehired at their previous level of seniority after they are paid from this class action lawsuit. This is a really big deal, guys. And this is something that I really, really pushed on. And what's happened is now, love it, hate it, doesn't matter. The attorneys have now seen this as a payday, which good riddance to a lot of these healthcare systems that completely violated people's rights. And what we're seeing now is pushback from a lot of people. And what happened last year was intolerable. It was un- incomprehensible. You cannot walk around and tell somebody they have to get an experimental shot injected into their body because, well, you can't eat or keep a job unless you get this shot. It was illegal. I told everybody that, and now we're seeing the courts are actually ruling in people's favor. This is a huge precedent. I expect it to go much further than this now with numerous other suits that I've heard about. Now, here's the thing that may happen, though, with this. I'm going to throw this out there. I have no idea. It's total speculation. A lot of these health care systems and a lot of these hospitals now are going to start crying to daddy. They're going to go back to the federal government. They're going to say, you guys told us we had to force everybody to get this shot. Now we're having to pay tens of millions of dollars in class action lawsuits. You guys need to bail us out or y'all need to step in and try to block these lawsuits from a federal level. That's what's probably going to happen next. And it's going to bring up a very interesting (laughs) conflict in court as well because these hospitals are going to try to defer it on to the government because the member, member of the Fed came in. Remember, bumbling buffoon Biden said, you have to get the shot or else basically OSHA is going to come in now and start fining you insane amounts of money if you don't force everybody to get this shot. That's when basically the Supreme Court stepped in and said, absolutely not. This is grossly illegal. You do not have any grounds to do this. And OSHA has no authority to mandate vaccines, period. Exactly what was said from the beginning. But yet they continue to try. What we've seen now, and this is why I've continued to encourage people to be boisterous, be vocal, and stand up for your rights. This administration is being completely dominated and controlled by an absolutely, absolutely insane communist regime. We have been infiltrated by communists. I mean, it's a fact now. You can see their behavior. They don't care about the rule of law, nor do they care about constitutional rights, nor do they care about the Bill of Rights. They're going to run over everything they can and violate as many rights as they can, and it's our job to defend our rights. Remember what I've told you guys for the last two and a half years. Just because you have a right that was basically gifted to us by God Almighty and was reinforced by the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, through the blood of the patriots during the Revolutionary War, doesn't mean it's never going to be tried. 
It's never going to be removed simply because a lot of people think, oh, it's a right. It's there. We're, we're, we're trust fund babies to the Constitution. We all think that just, oh, well, I don't have to do anything. It's just going to stay there. No, quite opposite. There are groups out there that are trying to remove those rights, and if you don't push back, and if you don't say no, and if you just continue to be consent, consent through being quiet, they're going to railroad it. They're going to run right over it. And I mean, it absolutely boggles my mind how many people have become so accustomed to this behavior, but yet we're seeing a huge amount of people pushing back now, which is good. They're starting to now to bring up this entire moronic monkeypox nonsense. And I saw an article yesterday from Dr. Leanna Wen. Dr. Leanna Wen is the devout Chinese communist that used to be the head of Planned Parenthood that now is essentially a analyst for CNN. And she gets on CNN occasionally and gets to run her big mouth about how everybody needs to follow what she says. She, I loathe this woman. I mean, she's, she's a steaming pile of garbage. And the fact that CNN continues to have her on just shows you the level of communism the CNN continues to support now if you remember i'm just going to bring this up because i just i this was one of those things that really got me a year and a half ago if you remember march 10th 2021 rewind back in time for me this you know a little over a year and a half ago dr Wynn got on cnn and she told everybody that the only way we were getting out of this covid pandemic was through mass vaccination how everybody needed to get vaccinated in fact here's her quote we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. This is where she literally came on national television and told people nobody is going to be allowed to essentially do anything until you get your shot. The only thing that's going to allow you to have your freedom back is if you get your shot. This ties right in what I was talking about earlier with forcing people to get the injection. She goes, because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? We need to make it clear that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life. So I think the CDC and the administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say, if you are vaccinated, you can do all these things and hear the freedoms that you have. Now, I came on court March 2021 when I saw this article and I brought it up on the show very directly because I mean, th this is literally textbook communist speech. We steal your rights from you because you consented to have them stolen. We now are coming back and saying, we'll give you these rights back if you decide to get experimental injections. And if you don't get experimental injections, you're not going to get your freedoms back and you won't be able to go back to normal. This is exactly what she said. Now she got on television yesterday and said that I think it's time for the U.S. to declare a state of emergency to have a better coordinated response and allow the administration to appoint a monkeypox czar to oversee these efforts and allow for more resources to be put into place. I hope that window has not closed. She's always obsessed with windows. She always knows. Every time she brings someone, it's always about windows closing, windows closing. So negative. What about windows opening? Well, of course, this is exactly what she's designed to bring up. There is no pandemic of monkeypox among the general population. There's two main areas, well, actually three, in the entire world, Israel, New York, and L.A. They're infested with monkeypox from the homosexual behavior over there. Yet, you saw the WHO did not at one point in time in June condemn the massive orgies, including Spain and the other place, with an 80,000-person orgy over there that spread it everywhere because these people can't stop being involved in this just disgusting behavior. And now they're saying, well, we, we need to declare a state of emergency now. State of emergency. 
Why? Well, we have midterms coming up. Oh, that's right. Oh, we got to make sure we do everything we can to keep people distracted on what's really going on. I've had people all over the place email me and ask me about this. And I said, first off, any viral infection is usually the same protocol with the vitamin C, the D3, and zinc. I said, secondly, don't hang around nasty people doing nasty stuff. That's pretty easy to not do, considering the fact that even the CDC came out and stated that 95% of the cases are among homosexual men. Okay, well, that's pretty easy then to avoid that situation. But yet, here we have again this devout communist coming on national television and telling everybody we need to state of emergency because they have to pump up the narrative again. They have to continue to push the fear porn and keep people focused on what they don't want people to look at other than what they tell them to. And this is what we're seeing more and more and more now. And as all these things are starting to roll together, you see a Fauci now. He got on television too, that bumbling clown, bobblehead on. He's sitting there and goes, unfortunately, given the fatigue that we're at in the country for two and a half years of this, everyone is tired of it. And it's very difficult to get people to adhere to common sense public health measures because everybody still needs to be wearing masks indoors. This guy won't shut up and go back to his hole with his other cockroach friends. I don't know why anybody in their right mind would listen to anything this man has to say, much less the CDC. Remember I told you guys yesterday, the CDC got busted now, the Freedom of Information Act, from the request of the American First Legal and the Washington Free Beacon came in and basically sued. They got emails now, troves of emails of the CDC blatantly discussing stuff with all the social media platforms and flagging specific posts as examples on all the things that need to be restricted and removed and taken down as misinformation. The CDC was controlling social media for the last two years directly, including Facebook giving them $15 million in ad credits so the CDC could pump out propaganda on Facebook. That's how compromised the CDC is. So when you hear these things happening, it is crucial that everyone continue to be very, very vocal about this now. Because from what I've seen and what I've talked to now, there's a lot of people now, they're, they're done with the charade. They're done with this. They're completely and totally over it, and that's the only way we get out of this. The monkeypox or the COVID or whatever you want to hear, whatever people talk about now, it's done. It's over with for the most part. Is there going to be a virus that's constantly floating around? Yeah, there has been for thousands of years. Is there going to be basically people that get sick? Yeah, that's continually happening, and it happens to people. But sitting around, lamenting on it, and living in fear, that doesn't work, guys. I just saw an article yesterday. They went into detail on the discussion of how dirty masks are. I saw it, and, and it was talking about how they did a uh, pathogenic bacteria and fungi was found on masks in a Japanese study that was published in Scientific Reports. And it was one of the first to address the hygiene issues caused by bacterial and fungal growth on masks worn in the daily community. And it went and tested three different types of masks, the gauze, the polyurethane, and the non-woven, worn between September and October 2020. And they went through with 100 participants and basically tested these. Every single one of the masks were infested with fungi and bacteria, infested with it. One of the ones, I think it was the uh, the gauze ones, with, I mean, it had literally fungi growing all over it. You couldn't see it, you know, with your naked eye, covered in fungi. Oh, yeah, that's, that's great, man. 
Let's load up some bacteria on the backside and some fungi on the front side. And let's just breathe through it all day like a disgusting, dirty air filter. That, that, that's really good. And we've shown it here that there's actually highly probable that a lot of this stuff said right here. Mass can be a direct source of infection to the respiratory tract, digestive tract, and skin. It is crucial to maintain hygiene to prevent bacterium fungal infections that can exacerbate COVID-19, the authors wrote. Oh, so you mean to tell us that those big dog muzzles they told everybody to wear everywhere you go, anytime you walk outside, those things actually exacerbate COVID-19 symptoms and increase the risk of bacterial infections in the lungs? I could have sworn I heard somebody talking about that two years ago. Man, I, <laughs> I think somebody was talking about that two years ago. Yeah. But again, this is why this is they funny. continue to push the narrative. They don't want you remembering what they did you for two and a half years. And I will not stop talking about it. And I will not stop bringing it up. And I will continue to expose the truth and the frauds for which these people are. What do you think, Dad? <laughs> okay, first of all, I, I got to laugh, all right? Monkey pot czar, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing hysterically. You know what it reminds me of is that movie Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg and that monkey called Caesar, okay? So now we're going to get a monkey, and we're going to make him the czar, and we're going to have a monkey pot czar. We'll name him Caesar, and he can run around like you know Planet of the Apes telling us all what to do. <laughs> That's the image that I had in my, in my mind. I can't shake it loose. It's still there, and I just laugh. Because these people that come up with these unbelievably stupid comments, they don't even think through what they're saying. Number one, it's deviant sexual behavior that we've been forced to say is okay, which it's not, which I've never said was okay, which is homosexual sodomy that's causing this, which the Bible expressly forbids. It says you cannot enter the kingdom of God if you do this type of behavior. Okay, you know, just in case you guys want to hear what the word said, I can read you the literature. Uh, I can read you this book, chapter, and verse if you'd like. And, and, I, and I sit back and I just go, well, you know, the gays, you know, the World Health Organization dumped the AIDS thing directly into the homosexual population in New York. I mean, that's how much they like the, the, the gays. And, of course, it spread through the gay community with AIDS, and then they finally found all kinds of different drugs that would sustain and help these people maintain a longer lifestyle. And then it went into the bisexual community. Then it went into the heterosexual community of people who had sex with people that had sex with gays or bisexuals. We don't even want to go there with that. It's just, it's just perverted. And now the gays are bringing us monkeypox, and they can't control themselves. And, you know, and here's the deal. How about you guys just stop taking all the drugs that you need to have sex? How about that? How about you don't have sex for a while until the monkeypox goes away? How about, you know, if you know somebody's gay or he's a bisexual or whatever, how about you don't have sex with them? Oh, one more thing. How about you get married, you have a really good wife, and have, you have a really good husband that you've had checked to make sure they don't have some type of disease, and you don't have sex with anybody else besides your partner. Oh, that's right. That's biblical, too. And, and, and you say, well, yeah, you're preaching at us, Ted. No, I'm not preaching at you. Okay? I mean, I, I dated a lot of girls in college. I got saved. I committed my heart, my life to Christ, and I just and I left that way behind me. I wasn't going to live like that. You know, we're better than the animals, guys. A you know, dog runs around in heat on the side of the road, doesn't care, you know, you know, doesn't care who she runs into. You know, she runs, she, some male shows up, another male shows up, another male shows up, or you have a bunch of, you know, males that are running around in New York City in the bathhouses or Chicago in the bathhouses like Barry Sorto, Sorto used to do, the guy from Kenya who said he was president. All these weird things are happening all over the place. But we're supposed to condone that and endorse it just like they did in Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, I'm not going to do that on the show. And we warned you guys about this stuff with the masks 
years ago. We warned you about the fungi. We warned you about the bacteria. We warned, warned you about re-aspirating your own CO2 and inhaling con- contaminants back into your lungs, massively decreasing your immune system, massively decreasing your body's ability to get rid of poisons and toxins. And we told everybody about this. And we also told everybody about one other thing, too. You know, remember that big mouth Cortez who answered the help wanted ad, had thousands of people basically go in and, and get interviewed up in New York City to be a congresswoman? <laughs> Make it up. And, uh, and she, a couple of years ago, you know, she ran her mouth and said that they're going to, the new Green Deal is going to close down the airline industry. And we all laughed at her, except for me and Austin. We didn't laugh. We said, what is she saying? Is she telling us what they're going to do? See, this group of people, they don't, who run the planet, this Kabbalist Luciferian sect, they don't want us to have free, unrestricted travel. That's why they shut down so many countries. That's why they shut down so many countries with air traffic. That's why they destroyed the air traffic by forcing these pilots to get vaccines. And now many of them have had heart attacks, can't fly anymore, and a lot of them have retired. And because of the regulations of the FAA, they can't be rehired again. It's stupid stuff they do. But, you know, British Airways now has stopped selling tickets. The new travel chaos in Europe is so bad that the airline has to spend sales of tickets to Europe for at least a week, sparking fears as passengers on other airlines will be affected and prices will skyrocket again. Wow. Didn't Cortez tell us that? Didn't they, she tell us they were going to shut it down? You know, it's the latest move amid the chaos gripping the aviation industry as it continues to struggle with staff shortages. Right? How about that? BA has canceled more than 30,000 flights over the summer. And acts more after Heathrow last month bought in a daily departing passenger gap of 100,000. It means customers are entitled to being rebooked on an alternative services if their original flight was canceled. The move is to ensure there are enough seats to accommodate those affected. So now it's just not going to sell tickets because people are having to go through London Heathrow, which is a major exchange. And by the way, I've been through London Heathrow dozens of times. I try to avoid that airport if you're going to Europe, fly into Madrid, fly into Berlin. Fly into, you know, Stuttgart, fly anywhere you can, try to go nonstop, try to fly into Frankfurt, but don't go there. A few years ago, we basically had the opportunity to go to Greece, and we were able to actually fly nonstop from the United States to Athens without having to go through, you know, this whole mess over there as far as the air traffic through, you know, London Heathrow or Gatwick, the Gatwick airports. Gatwick. And so what we ended up doing, it was great. We left here. I think we flew to Philadelphia nonstop, nonstop to, to, to Greece, and that was it. It was great. But that was pre-COVID, before lockdowns. But remember what this miserable wench, and I'm being really nice right now because I try not to use bad words. I do. And I'm, I could sit here and say to you that I never use a bad word, but it's not true. It's almost always, you know, is my response as far as talking to people about these people that are, you know, the globalists that are doing this. I, I just I don't like them and you guys shouldn't like them either. And I just pray that they get exposed. I won't curse them. I won't do that. I'm not going to do, do all that. But I, I, I just pray they get exposed. And I always use a few colorful adjectives as far as describing them. And, you know, and I try not to do it. And I, I don't do it very often. But the point is. I do the best I possibly can to contain myself on the show and not say any bad words. But Cortez makes me want to say really bad words. <laughs> I just want you to know that. I can't stand this woman, all right? To me, she's a BMW, big mouth woman. And, I, of course, you have BMM, too, big mouth men. But, but this, this woman just is at a whole different level of stupidity. You know, she's probably dealing with, I, I figure, 80, 80 IQ. And, and, and so she's running her mouth, and then when you try to ask her an in-depth topic in an interview, if she's off script, she goes blank. Doesn't know how to, she doesn't know what to say because she has no depth to her personality. 
she's just a mouth that's put in front of a microphone with a script to read. You know, kind of like Donald Trump. Whoops, I said that, didn't I? Oh, kind of like Joe Biden. Oh, I said that one too. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of those guys out there. They don't have, they have no depth. They, you, you start talking to them about, you know, the insouciance of the American population and they have no idea what you're even talking about. They, they, they probably have never read anything worthwhile besides comic books. And uh, I have to admit, though, I used to like the old Iron Man and Thor comic books from the 60s. I enjoyed reading those. But the reality is you know, there's a point in time in your life where you have to move past comic books. <laughs> you've got to read back. You've got to walk past the mental candy, and you've got to challenge your mind and challenge your thieves, thieves, your belief system sometime to realize that you know maybe you need to learn some stuff. Because like one thing is there's a God. And uh, number two, uh, you're not him. <laughs> There's a God. You're not him. And Jesus Christ came here, and the entire Greek Greco-Roman calendar got reset because Jesus was here. And there's so much historical evidence of his being here, including the New Testament, including all of the people who were writing, writing back then, like Josephus. All these different people are telling you, yes, Jesus was very, very real. Yes, 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 yes. And everything changed after he got here. So you got to accept that. you got to realize and read history. But Cortez was interesting. Here's what she said. She goes, the new Green Deal aims to eliminate air travel. Democratic, socialist, Republican, communist Alexandra Cortez today introduced a House resolution outlining her long-awaited Green Deal. This is like three years ago. We covered it on the show then. The resolution is a key reason Ron Bailey reported earlier today cites climate change concerns as justification for a plan that would remake the U.S. economy over the next 10 years. The resolution aims include overhauling transportation systems in the United States to eliminate pollution and 19 greenhouse gas emissions from the transportation sector, including the elimination of air traffic. In other words, the Green Deal will want to make commercial air traffic obsolete. They want to put everybody back on trains like in the Hunger Games. And, you know, quite frankly, this is their goal. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and, you, and, you, and you and you and you and I like Paul Blair. Here's what he said. He was the director of strategic initiative at Americans for Tax Return Form, and he said this, quote, The Green Deal reads like a, like word vomit from a 13-year-old child asked to scribble out their bold new thoughts for a radically different America than we have today. I mean that's pretty much it, but they want to completely stop air travel. And why do you think they're making it so miserable to fly? Why are they closing up so many different airports around the country that you guys are probably not even aware of? And why in the world – are they closing, you know, shutting down so many flight and flight pathways in a certain cities so you can't get on an airplane and fly somewhere else? I mean, they're doing that too. And why in the world do they force all these pilots who had these major airline contracts with these major airlines to be vaccinated and get sick and have heart attacks? I mean, th th this is this is crazy. And here's another article from it. This again is published February the seventh, twenty nineteen, three years ago. It says the Green New Deal. A Cortez came to make air travel obsolete in those. And to aid those who are unwilling to work, it may be what it may be the most far-reaching proposal to be ever considered in Congress. But Cortez, the big mouth BMW, unveiled her new Green Deal, which is absolutely ridiculous. Why they stop spraying chemtrails on us on on, on this past Thursday? A government-led overhaul of virtually every aspect of American life that would guarantee a host of taxpayer-covered benefits and phase out fossil fuels. Uh, this is who she is. This is what she believes, and they want—they don't want us flying. And then they continue to spray us with these chemtrails, like also said last night. We don't get – we never got thunderstorms you know, in the middle of the night like we had last night. Uh, last night I had gutter failure on my back porch. I've got a porch with a pool in it, and uh, you know, a lot of people do in Florida. So that's no big deal, but there's gutters around the outside of the pool, and I had gutter failure. I couldn't go out and clean the gutters. 
because it was lightning so hard. It was, it was like literally boom, 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 boom. I mean, it was lightning all around us. And I didn't want to walk outside and be on wet concrete. I said, this is crazy. And so I had to sit there and watch the gutters overflow and watch my back porch pretty much flood. And I thought to myself, this is crazy. This is absolutely nuts. This is happening in the middle of the night. Well, I went to bed. It all quit around 11. I thought, oh, whatever. So at 3 o'clock, it all started again. Boom, 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 boom. All the th- all the rain started again. Probably got another four or five inches of rain. And, of course, the gutters failed again. And then I developed a roof leak, you know, which I, seen, I had seen earlier on the back porch, which I thought was real special. So this morning at 3 o'clock, because there was no longer any lightning showing up between the booms like it was earlier, I'm at 3 o'clock this morning, and I'm going out to my barn, and I'm dragging a 12-foot fiberglass ladder to clean out a gutter at 3 a.m. in the morning. You think, wow, Ted, you really did that? Well, yeah, I really did that. And so <laughs> here I am standing on a ladder in the in the monsoon cleaning out a gutter thinking to myself, why do they have to spray us with all this filth? Why do they have to do this to us? And it's all about changing the climate, changing our world, and then they blame it on us. They say we have too many airplanes flying around taking us around the world. They don't have – we should have the right to travel. We should have to stay at our home, be sequestered. And they don't want us to have freedom any longer. So now they're going to take that freedom away from us via the air traffic and just say, okay, by the way, you guys have to either not go anywhere or sit around the house all day, but we're not going to give you any choice as far as traveling to Europe anymore unless you want to take a boat, I guess, a ship. You can do that, I guess. That's what we did 100 years ago. Or you can just basically sit around the house and, and you know, and work for your food, and hopefully we'll feed you someday as we control the farmlands now too, and, and maybe we'll take you to a FEMA camp or concentration camp. Oh, they've worked on all that too. They're the ones who set it up in Germany, by the way. And, and they're going to do all that stuff for us so they can haul us all off and eliminate the population of the useless eaters, as Henry Kissinger liked to call all of us. You know, he, here's the thing, guys. It makes me angry that I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning digging out gutters because we're having a monsoon, a torrential monsoon. The only time that ever happened when I was young. We'd have Sometimes we'd have them at 3 in the morning. But it's because a hurricane was coming over, and there was so much energy, kinetic energy in the atmosphere. And all this stuff was happening at once in the middle of the night. Then we'd have storms like that. Never have I seen a storm at 3 o'clock in the morning like this, ever. It was insane. And I thought to myself, wow, this is crazy that they're doing to us what they're doing to us, and they're blaming us for it. They're saying because our automobiles are doing it. While you watch them spray this filth, this barium, this aluminum, these biologicals on us from the air at 30,000, 40,000 feet, and we're stewing in it as they seed the clouds with this stuff, causing all this disruption of the weather supply and causing droughts and, 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 and. So, guys, stay focused on what they're doing to us and realize they're not going to stop. That's why we can't stop. We've got to stand our ground, like it says in Ephesians, and we've got to look to Jesus as the author, as the finisher, as the perfecter of our faith, and realize that we do all things through him. And these guys cannot touch us because we're sanctified by the blood of the Lamb, and that's why they hate Americans so much. They hate the American whites that are Christians. They hate the American blacks that are Christians. They hate the American Hispanics that are Christians. They hate everybody who's a Christian who has a relationship with Jesus Christ. They hate you. Just thought I'd mention that to you because you have authority over them, and they can't stand it because this is never about politics. It's always about power. It's always about basically putting people into a concentration camp. It's never about politics. It's about power and profit. That's all they care about because these guys are obsessed with greed. They can never have enough. It's sickening to me. But, guys, always be aware of who they are and what they are and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Also, what do you think of what's your next story? That's well said. And, you know, something I did, and I was just kind of thinking about when you are talking about with this, this that crazy storm last night because it was wild. I had looked at the Doppler, weather.com, 
because it looked like there was a little little front coming in from an area called Winter Haven. I, I saw it was starting to get dark over there, and I looked at the Doppler, and there's just this tiny little green Doppler. You know, where it looks like there's a little bit of rain coming. And I looked in our area, and it said basically mostly dry for the next six hours. There was, there was nothing on the Doppler last night about there being an uh, excessive storm. It was like, all right, you may, may have a little little speck come in, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of rain come in. And it was interesting because I watched this. I, st- I stood outside and I watched this thing come in, and it got darker and darker. And the lightning, that's what really got me is the lightning in the sky. It was literally like almost like some type of energy field was up above it because the lightning kept getting more and more and more while it came towards us. And then when it came in, it just absolutely unloaded. And the lightning was ab- – it, it was it was insane last night. Some of the craziest lightning I've ever seen in my life. But I've noticed if you look all across the country, they're having all these crazy types of different weather, whether it be drought, whether it be rain. I mean just the other day, if you guys saw last week, Vegas flooded. I mean like Caesar's Palace had standing water, and a lot of people didn't even bring talk about this. Vegas flooded. It got so much rain. This like random storm came in out of nowhere – and dropped massive, massive monsoon and sat there and parked over Vegas and flooded everything. Well, guys, Vegas is a desert. doesn't have a hard time draining water very much. Everything's sand out there. And people are kind of like, this is really strange. I've been hearing this more and more and more all across little sections of the country. And remember, when you start looking at the Air Force and the weather warfare that they started building all the way back to the Vietnam era, the first thing they started to work on in Vietnam was being able to seed the clouds and bring in massive torrential downpours to essentially just blanket cover up the enemy. Do you remember if you're out in the woods and you're holding foxhole positions and all of a sudden you start getting in, you know, six, seven, eight, ten inches of rain and you have a massive flash flood and storm, it becomes pretty difficult to hold any type of position. A, you can't see anything. B, it's unbelievably difficult to maintain any type of visibility as far as you know being able to actually see somebody coming in. And secondly, trying to keep your line tight and your foxholes clean and everything within your everything's getting washed out. Not to mention all the weapons are getting full of water, which I mean their their weapon platforms are usually pretty strong, but I mean they're getting everything completely and totally drenched. And that's exactly what they started doing. And it's interesting to me how we're starting to see this being used now in different parts of the country randomly. Like Dad said. It's so frustrating to see them say this, like, oh, the cow farts and you driving your Prius or what are causing all this. No, it's not. The United States has some of the least amount of pollution in the entire world. You want to see some pollution, go to India or go to China. You want to see some pollution. That's right. I mean, give me a break. If you haven't been there before, I encourage you to go on a trip. You'll find out real quick about pollution. And I was talking to Steve about this yesterday, and I said, does anybody else find it slightly ironic? You know, we've allowed the EPA to have this pretty much open-ended budget for the last 15 years now to come in and pretty much regulate these engines in these gasoline and diesel powered engines into such restrictive states a lot of them are just they're total fuel hogs diesel engines that naturally would get 25 to 30 miles per gallon you know without restrictions on it you know get 12 to 14 i've seen i told you guys this before back when before the epa cracked down on everything i knew a lot of guys that were deleting their diesel trucks and by deleting i mean they would take off the dpf filters off of them that's illegal i'm not recommending you do it but i knew guys that were doing it and they were taking these trucks that were getting 10 12 miles a gallon with these giant filters on the exhaust 
and they were deleting them, tuning them very cleanly. They weren't black, black smoke or anything. They were really clean. They're like eco tunes to get better fuel mileage they could tow. These things went from like 10, 12 miles a gallon to like 26, 27 miles per gallon, you know, without a load. And it was shocking to me because I saw something like, dude, you I mean fuel mileage is like almost tripling, doubling some cases? I mean, how in the world does this work? And I said, dude, it's the emissions, the emissions, the emissions. And the EPA has spent billions of dollars now and forced billions of dollars in fines and automotive costs to put all these emissions on. So my point in getting all this is if the EPA has been on this crusade for the last 15 years to make sure these vehicles are essentially like zero pollution comes out of them, why in the world are they now telling us, oh, everything we just did and spent money on for the last 15 years is all null and void. You need to drive an EV vehicle now. Anybody else thought that's strange to you? If that was the case, why in the world did they do this for the last 15 years? Why in the world didn't they just start pushing EV 10 years ago and say, listen, we're just going to phase out ICE engines. They're super pollutive. We don't want to put restrictions on them. It's not cost effective. Let them be pollutive, and we'll go to EV. They didn't do that. They came in and regulated, dominated, fined into oblivion, and made insane amounts of money, like you see now with the urea. Their urea with the DPF fluid is a monstrous industry, and there were numerous allegations when the EPA was bringing that in that they were involved with the very companies directly behind the scenes that were going to be making billions of dollars off DPF urea fluid to go into these diesel engines or exhaust that clean out the filters now. Nobody brought that up. And now I talked to Steve yesterday, too. We were joking about it, and I said, they're telling us right now, currently, Texas, California, you know, you can't charge your little EV car at certain times right now because it's overloading the power grid. You need to turn your AC up to 82 degrees. Don't push anything else on the grid. The grid's already overloaded. can't handle it. Well, I, I just need to ask the question since nobody else is going to. If 1.5% of the vehicles on the road are EV, and you're telling us right now the grid can't even handle those, and we need to turn our AC down, and we need to stop doing anything and turn the lights off all day long, what in the world do you think is going to happen when you start pushing 40, 50, 60, 70% EV vehicles? Does anybody else think it's going to go well? People go, well, we have to expand the power grid. Okay, what's the primary fuel source that power grids use? Oh, that's right, it's coal. <laughs> okay, so now you're going to have the electrical companies, say like Tico here in Florida, they're going to expand their electrical grid. They're going to burn more coal. They're going to spend billions of dollars expanding this platform. And what do you think is going to happen to the electrical bill? Oh, it's going to go up. It's going to go way up. So how did all this work out positively for emissions? The answer is it doesn't. It's complete and total farce. It's complete and total theater to prevent you from being able to travel. Like Dad just talked about with the flying. They're doing it with the cars. This is why the F-150 Lightning got 88 miles with a 6,000-pound trailer behind it. For it had to do an emergency charge startup in a Target parking lot and charge for 45 minutes because – it's not supposed to bring you across the country. They don't want you traveling across the country. And, you know, back to when Dad was talking about what – when Cortez was bringing that up, this is actually a tweet from February 2019. Take a blast in the past with me for a second, guys. This was right before, you know, what, about 10 months before COVID reared its ugly head, and they did exactly what they said they were going to do. The GOP put out a tweet that said, here's what the Green New Deal, a.k.a. socialist wish list, will look like in the real world if implemented. Cost at least $2 trillion to fully decarbonize the economy. Well, that's interesting. Look at it from all the job losses and all the platforms that have gone out of business now with doing what they did. Eliminate fossil fuels, which will eliminate at least a million jobs. They're doing now. 
bumbling buffoon Biden got in there, signed all these executive orders, they're removing fossil fuels, and says will likely cause massive disruption to global trade. Huh. Isn't that interesting? This is February 2019. COVID-19 did exactly what all those things said, including what bumbling buffoon got in office. They're doing this. They tell. They told us they were going to do it, and now they're doing it right in front of our faces. So again, you have to realize what's happening, and you got to get the truth out there. Also, too, in other news, and the ability to speak freely is being so overturned right now. It boggles my mind. That's why I've continually, continually encouraged people, please speak your mind. Please be vocal about your beliefs, your convictions. Don't care if it offends people. We're past that time now. <laughs> the, the luxury of not offending people is long gone, and even a U.K. police chief his South saying authorities need to stop wasting time investigating people being offended. The chief constable of the Greater Manchester Police has asserted that authorities need to stop wasting time investigating people being offended on social media, noting that the public is sick of it in an interview with The Telegraph. Watson acknowledged that the Greater Manchester Police have become too assiduous at interpreting some of the rules to mean that if anybody at any time for whatever reason is offended, somehow they need to be a police record of that. So he said, we've got ourselves involved in stuff which is just not a policing matter. We're wasting our time as a result, and we're causing people to question, frankly, we know what we're even doing. <laughs> he said, likely next Prime Minister Liz Truss has also vowed to put a stop to police investigating social media posts. However, despite the College of Policing issuing guidance that officers need to focus on real crimes and not interfering on debates on Twitter, the practice still continues. And the UK has been horrible about this, by the way. They, they, they literally will go to people's – and that's what he's talking about. They literally will go to people's houses and knock on your door and say, hey, um, you got flagged on Twitter. Because you said that somebody was being a big, stupid, meanie head, and uh, we got we got flagged. We got notified. So we need to know if this is a really true threat, if, if you're planning on doing anything about this. And dude answers the door, and he's like, what are you talking about, dude? You're, you're at my house asking me if I called this guy a big, stupid, meanie head on Twitter? Are you joking me right now? Do you have nothing else to do with your life? And the answer is, no, a lot of these guys don't want to do this. They're being forced by the police departments to go investigate these stupid behaviors and stupid comments. Again, it's designed to be the thought police and the speech police. They don't want you being able to speak up about stuff you disagree with. That's what it all comes down to. They don't want you coming out and saying, I don't want Billy Bob over here that's dressed in a lady's dress going in the bathroom with my daughter and watching her go to the bathroom. Whoa, 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 Austin. You can't say that. That's transphobic. You're not allowed to say that. First off, I'm not scared of tranny people at all. That's I don't, That topic, when you hear that word transphobic, I'm like, I'm not scared of them one bit. I simply am intolerable to that type of behavior out in society, especially when it involves my family and my children. So, yes, I will say that whenever I want to say that as much as I want to say that. That's the point of what they're doing. They don't want you to be able to disagree with stuff that you're diametrically opposed to, yet they want to come on the scene and yell, berate, scream, holler, tell everybody their opinion and what everybody else has to do, and you simply have to sit there with a smile on your face and eat it and essentially call this bull dung that they're throwing everywhere caviar. That's what they want everybody to do. That is the entire premise of the speech police and the thought police that are trying to run around the entire country now and why social media has also done this. For example, 
just a perfect example. I'll bring this up right now. A tranny cheerleader in Texas has now been charged with criminal battery after he allegedly choked a female teammate who called him a man with a penis. Yes, I just went there right now. The Daily Mail reported that Avera Chanel Madlock, 25 years old, was now booted from the Ranger College cheerleading camp in Texas and given criminal battery charges by physical contact citation last week. He, she was accused of choking a 17-year-old female named Carlene who claimed he basically was a dude with an appendage. 25-year-old grown man that has gender dysphoria is at a cheerleading camp and chokes and hits a 17-year-old female. Now, why isn't this being talked about on mainstream media? Why? Because they don't want you talking about this. They don't want you bringing this topic up. This is like, nope, nix, 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 nix. We're not going to bring this topic up at all. That a 25-year-old grown man that has gender dysphoria tackled, hit, and choked a 17-year-old female cheerleader because she called him exactly what he is. Now, again, I'm going to reiterate this. I know there's people that have mental problems. I get that. I fully respect that. I'm a psychology major. There are certain people that really need clinical help. They really do. They need counseling. In some cases, some cases, they may need medication. You guys know me. I'm not Big Pharma rep. I do not support Big Pharma. But sometimes there are people that truly have mental disorders that are uncontrollable. I get that. I'm not discounting it. I'm not making fun of people that have mental disorders at all. So please understand this right now. What I am saying is people that have true mental disorders, they need help. You need to reach out to them and say, hey, listen, we can take you to counseling. We can help you out with this. What they do not need is us standing there reiterating it and going, oh, yes, by all means, you're definitely a female cheerleader right now. You're, you're, you're doing that. You're doing a great job with it. No, you're not. You're a dude, bro. We need to get you help. We need to get you counseling. We need to get you some type of support structure to help you out with this issue. You have gender dysphoria, which is classified in the DSM manual. And now suddenly that just goes out the window and we go, oh, by the way, you have to tolerate this. I don't even know. I, and I'm honestly, I'm glad I'm not in this position. I don't even know what I would do as a father if my 17-year-old daughter got mounted on the ground and ground and pounded and choked by a 25-year-old man with gender dysphoria. I'm not even going to tell you what I would probably do. I'm not even going to go there. But I'll tell you right now, it would not be pretty and it would not be good. This type of behavior that we're being told has to be tolerated because people have mental problems and we need to basically join into their fantasy is absolutely insanity right now. And this is exactly why they want to restrict everybody's speech. They want to tell you you can't say anything about this. You can't go against this. They can have their 30 days of pride orgies all month long all across the globe, and they now have basically this STD that's floating around because of it. And no, I can't say anything about it. We all need to lock down now to protect them, and you need to get your smallpox vaccine because you need to protect them no, I'm not getting a smallpox vaccine. I'm not protecting them, and I'm not going to go along with it and say that it's good because it's not. My friends, start being vocal. Do your own research. Speak the truth and hold your convictions. What do you think, Dad? Yeah, I just, you know, I saw, I had seen that article with that guy jumping on top of that 17-year-old girl and, and just actually pummeling her, and uh, it just nauseates me. I mean, he's a guy beating up a girl, you know, and he's pretending to be a girl, which makes it even more perverse. I uh, remember uh, a couple of years ago, I told you when Brad Pitt did that one movie, Glorious Bastards, 
I was so angry that he had done that that I said I would never ever because it was a pure globalist propaganda piece of garbage is what it was. I never saw the I saw bits and pieces of it, but it was just, it was awful. It just it just was a horrible movie. And I said I'll never watch another Brad Pitt movie. And I you know and then he then he gets married to that absolute weirdo. Uh, you know, Angelina Jolie, who's basically even on video saying that she had been involved in, you know, in sacrificial satanic, you know, rituals. I mean, unbelievable sick stuff that girl's been involved in. And she plays that witch way too good when she did a Disney movie. And uh, the, the interesting thing is uh, there's an article here that came out now from Ann Barnhart, which I know Ann. I interviewed her on the Power Hour when I was on there years ago as a sub host, as a guest host. And uh, basically, here's what it says. Totally unexpected happy news for once. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's daughter has dumped the transvestite look her mother insinuated onto her from her earliest childhood. She goes, I'm shocked in a good way. The evil Angelina Jolie has been pushing the tranny shtick on her biological daughter with Brad Pitt since the little girl was a tiny tot. Well, it looks like Miss Shiloh Jolie Pitt has had enough, and she's gone far right. The girl was dressed in dressing in hideous full male drag since she was a toddler. Now she is 15. I thought this child was lost. I bet the prayers from her extended family were heard. Never give up, folks. God can do anything. And also remember, where sin abounds, grace abounds the more, which means that Hollywood is probably an unprecedented portal of untapped grace because it's unbelievably evil. I know it's hard to get one's head around that, but just to complicate the infinite goodness of God, and then it will make sense. Uh, you know, <laughs> okay, here, here's the thing. So his daughter now basically has decided that she no longer wants to be a tranny. She no longer wants to be a weirdo. So what does Brad Pitt do? And now we're just going to just reissue what I said to you about why I don't watch his movies. Brad Pitt basically shows up with shaved legs at the basically release of his new movie, Bullet Train, which please don't go see. So Brad Pitt showed up with shaved legs wearing a skirt, dressed as a woman, looks like a woman. Hairs looks like a woman. He looks, he looks like a woman. And it says uh, Brad's whole variety – I don't know. We're all going to die, so let's mess it up. The Hollywood heavyweight sport, a breezy ensemble, you know, teamed with a pink salmon button-up bid to overcome the scorching heat in the German capital. He threw on a light brown cardigan and accessorized with a clustered layer of pendant necklaces, throwing on some shades. He finished off the look with some black combat boots showing off the tattoos on his calves while he wore a skirt. And uh, if he knew how unbelievably stupid he looks – uh, but I don't think he cares. You know, this boy is so caught up in the Kabbalist Luciferian rhetoric, rhetoric that I don't know what to even say about him anymore, except don't go see his movies. Don't go see them. Completely boycott him. You know, we, we have to do better. I mean, we ended up, and I saw Thor, which was a horrible mistake. I should have walked out and got my money back. But, you know, I, and I came out, I gave it a horrible review. But the reality is, is don't, don't give these people money. Don't go see their movies. You know, he wants to run around like a tranny, and what he says, let's mess things up. He's quoting Aleister Crowley. Okay, he's quoting, the, you know, the guy from 1666, 17 Zevi. We have to make everything unbelievably bad so they can resurrect their serpent god, because I'm sure he's involved in Kabbalah too. And they all believe this weird stuff. They're a bunch of sickos. That's why we have to keep our hearts and minds in Christ, guys. I'm not, you know, I've not yet had the opportunity to pray for you because I slept in a little bit after the three o'clock. <laughs> on the top of the ladder on the back porch in the rain and so i will pray for you guys in just a few minutes but i love you guys and i appreciate you but remember you stay focused on jesus you pray every single day and you keep your hearts and minds in him Austin, finish it up and i'll talk to you guys tomorrow absolutely and also news too this is interesting as we're seeing you know this 
January 6th charade as they continue to make a mockery of the justice system, but at the same time showing everybody that they have to continue to promote this propaganda about the capital insurrection. And I've told you guys before, it's, it's, it's serious and it's funny at the same time. This had to be the absolutely worst insurrection that I've ever seen in my life, considering the fact that I did not see one firearm brandished in this insurrection on the Capitol buildings. Very, very poor insurrection, if that's what it was. And obviously, you guys know I'm being sarcastic about this, because what they claim that it was is ironic. Because, you know, remember when Bumbling Buffoon Joe... He got on national television, I think it was probably a year and a half ago, and he made the comment. He goes, you know, it doesn't even matter if you have your AR-15s because, you know, the military's got F-22s and nukes. Like, you're not going to go up against the government. It's blatantly what he said. I'm paraphrasing. But then all of a sudden we're saying the U.S. government is so weak that a lot of people ran up the stairs and broke into a door, and they almost took the entire country over. It was an insurrection. Oh, man, it almost happened. Well, which one is it, Bumbling Buffoon? You got on television the other day all twacked out on Adderall or whatever he was on, didn't blink for an entire ministry, talking about this January 6th. But yet a year ago, you're telling us that we don't even need AR-15s because the government's got F-22s and nukes, and we can't do anything about it. So which one is it? The unarmed rioters that came into the Capitol building almost took over the entire country? Or... We have AR-15s and you have F-22s and it's a losing battle. I don't know. This man speaks out of both sides of his mouth because he's so whacked out in his mind. But we're seeing now when the first Capitol rioters actually stand trial, got seven years in a federal penitentiary now. They said he allegedly had a concealed firearm on his person and obstructed an official proceeding. Seven years, federal pen now, for going to the January 6th insurrection and had a firearm on his person now. And what's interesting about this now, Revan never entered the Capitol. <laughs> he never entered the Capitol. The video evidence shows he never entered the Capitol, but he was shown egging on the crowd and leading other rioters to go up the stairs outside the building. He was heard on his GoPro camera saying he wanted to drag Nancy Pelosi out by her feet and have her hit her head on every step on the way down. That's what he said, apparently. But never entered the Capitol. So he's outside saying some really, really dumb stuff to a crowd, maybe inciting a riot, maybe you could go with that one, and has a concealed carry on his person on Capitol grounds. Dude's going to prison for seven years. Guys, there's people that get caught with like child sex trafficking and raping children to get less time than that. There's people that go in and get charged with murder they get out earlier than that. There's people that get charged with drug trafficking across state lines and across national lines that get less time than that. This guy's outside of the Capitol egging on a riot with a concealed carry firearm. By the way, he never brandished it. He never drew it on anybody. He never fired it. Seven years. They're going to make an example out of everybody because they want people to think about this every time. The whole thing comes up about the stolen election. This is the only thing they want to have here is that people had the false lie that the election was stolen and they went and rioted. That's the entire reason why they're doing this. It's a giant smoke theater show to rearrange the entire order of history. That's why they're continually doing it, and we have to continue to speak up for what happened. They may do a lot of this stuff. 
We don't have to sit idly by and pretend that it didn't happen, and it's not happening right in front of our eyes. Also, to another news, this is interesting, as the war on cash becomes more dramatic, I saw this article yesterday now, Israel started yesterday, it would be a criminal offense in Israel to pay more than the equivalent of $1,700 in cash to a business or $4,380 in cash to an individual as the government intensifies its ongoing war on tangible money. So I've told you guys repeatedly, keep cash, use cash, Keep cash in circulation. They're going to keep doing this all across the globe. They want people to go full digital. That is the entire premise of why they're doing this. They do not want people to be able to have transactions freely, drive freely, or fly freely. So continue to keep the truth out there and expose these clowns for what they're constantly trying to do and push back. If you guys need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com, the product of the week. Y'all voted, and it won. The Purple Stick, super popular product on sale now for 20% off. And be sure to check out the next product that may win tomorrow, which you guys vote for, the Vitamin C Powder and the Sublingual B12. They're going back and forth, guys. I mean, they're like one vote apart right now. So be sure to vote for what you want to see win tomorrow at healthmasters.com. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Continue to keep the truth going. Don't be scared to talk about it. Have a great evening, my friends. I'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.